Well, Florida Gators fans, here, here's the thing. Um, we're ranked now. And yes, I know we didn't get a commit, but I still got the shades on. But that's just what happens when you have Billy Napier as your head coach. You know, you, you get ranked, you put on the sunglasses, you get a commit, you put on the sunglasses. And now you're talking about the University of Florida, the number 12 team in the country. One, two team in the country. That's who we're talking about here. We're talking about a team who, you know, just just in the in the last ranking. What up, Chris? Just in the last ranking that came out August 15th, less than a month ago, the Florida Gators were in that receiving votes section where, where it was, you know, they're, they're the 38th team in the country. And then they were hosting the number seven team in the country. Well, number seven at the time team in the country. And then. They won that game in front of 90,799 people because that's what the Florida Gators do. That's what Billy Napier does. The Florida Gators are number 12 in the AP Top 25. The Florida Gators are number 19 in the USA Today coaches poll. And I'll tell you what, ain't stopping there. I'll I'll let you know that it ain't stopping there, especially because you look at this week. And Florida takes on Kentucky, who stays put at number 20 after a putrid showing against the University of Miami of Ohio. So good luck in Gainesville, baby, because that, that, that's a tough one there. I think that is what's good. A lot, lot of I'm glad that now I get to put a, a face and, a, and everything to some of the names that I'm seeing in here. But the Florida Gators now ranked. I'm Brandon Olson, the host of Locked On Gators, if you don't know. And well, actually, with the Florida Gators, if you don't know, now you know. That's what we're talking about, Florida Gators, right there, number 12. Utah, going into the game against the Florida Gators, were number seven in the nation. And then, then blue chip Billy happened. Then Billy bags happened. Then Heisman contender Anthony Richardson happened. And the Florida Gators won 29-26. I will, by the way, I'm going to continue taking my victory, my victory lap. I called it 28-24 the Florida Gators were win. So 29-26, pretty dang close. Pretty dang close. I'll say that one. So Utah, number seven down to number 13, which I know I tweeted this a little while ago, but how funny is it that how like, how funny is it that <laughs> the Utah fans for, for months were like, oh, the humidity is not going to matter. The humidity is not going to matter. The heat's not going to matter. This ain't going to matter. The crowd noise ain't going to matter. What happened? What happened? They were puking in the first quarter. No, man. No, this, this is this is what happens when you play the Florida Gators. This is what happens in this swamp. That's what happens. And now Florida's on upset watch. Yeah. Okay, I'll tell you this. Uh, I realized that, you know, the betting line opened at seven and a half and it fell down to four. I'm taking the spread for Florida no matter what it is, because I think everybody can acknowledge that Florida, well, Florida would have won that game last year if that's in Gainesville. Florida would have won that game last year if it's at a neutral site. The crowd killed Florida last year in Kentucky. It did. 
Now you're in Gainesville. You don't have your crowd to save you. You don't have Dan Mullen to save you. I don't care who you think you have or who you believe up top. You don't have them to save you when you come to Gainesville, Kentucky. It's as simple as that. Florida's number 12 in the AP Top 25, number 19 in the USA Today coaches poll. And man, uh, yep, 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 yep. No, I, I, I'm, I'll get to the chat after I'm reading it all. Georgia is number two. Florida does play the number two team in the country, which could be the number one team in the country by the time that game rolls around. Georgia absolutely dominated Oregon. Georgia beat Oregon so bad they fell from number 11 to unranked. Like That's what happened after facing Georgia. So Georgia looks like they're a buzzsaw again. I can't wait for that game. Uh, Texas A&M, who Florida also plays, number six, they stay the same. So Florida has... Two opponents on their schedule that stayed the same. Texas A&M at number six after beating Sam Houston State uh, 31-0, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. And then Kentucky State at number 20 after they beat Miami of Ohio, I believe it was 37-10 or 37-13, somewhere in that range, Um, which sucks, by the way. The fact that an SEC school beat a max school, and not just a max school, like not even a good max school. They beat Miami of Ohio 37-10 or 37-13. Um, that's what we call hmm, trash. Um, I'll, I'll say that. Miami of Florida, um, I know I know it's hard to differentiate them from Miami of Ohio because they're both just constantly disappointing people. But Miami of Florida, number 15 in the top 25, which means that, um, look, look, I'm going to say this. We spent a lot of time talking about recruiting, getting stuffed in a locker, stuffing someone in a locker. Um, well, Florida, Billy kind of just stuffed Mario Cristobal in the locker that matters, that AP top 25 locker. Tennessee is also number 24 after being unranked to start this season. Um, Something tells me they're not going to be in the top 25 too much longer because they suck is what I'm getting at. Uh, we're about to talk about everything that's being said in the chat now. We're going to talk about anything you guys want for the next like seven to 10 minutes. Uh, but first, a quick word from Line because if you think the Florida Gators are going to win seven games this year, brother, this isn't something you can bet on right now, but I just want to do a little victory lap. If you think Florida Gators could win seven or more games, like myself and a lot of the people in the chat here said, you know, eight to nine wins. If you think that could happen, which you should have thought would happen, then you'd bet the over in which Florida probably going to hit. But I also want to take a shot at a, a co-worker here in Lee Sterling, uh, Locked On Bets. I do want to take a shot at you because you went on the Ultimate College Football Preview and they're like, hey, what's the easiest over under? And you said Florida's the easiest under. Lee? Lee, do you, Lee, do you, Lee, do you want to backtrack on that one? Because it ain't happening. Check out Bet Online. It, it's easily the best gambling site that I've ever used. I love it. I made money this weekend. I would have made more if LSU didn't suck so bad. I'm just gonna say that parlay would have hit if LSU didn't suck, um, but they do apparently, which I should have known. Brian Kelly sucks as it is, so. Makes sense, but check out Bet Online. It's where the game starts. And now we're just going to spend the rest of this time looking through the chat and and talking about everything that's happening here. Because if you don't know, 
And if you if you're just joining us, uh, Florida ranked number twelve in the AP Top Twenty Five, and I'm I'm letting you know. I'm just saying the world ain't ready for locked on Gators when the Florida Gators are good. Um, Cause I'm about to be so disrespectful to people and I'm going to try to make everybody cry. If I can, that's my goal to get a crossover host to cry. I'm recording with Lance Dahl of Kentucky right after this live uh, for our crossover this week. I'm going to try to make him cry. Like I want, I want him to feel bad and I want everybody that watches in support of him to feel bad. Um, that's just, it's nothing personal. It's just, you know, he's Kentucky. So I hate it. Uh, Chris Sorley said revenge game this weekend. Yeah, Chris. Um, I'm going to say this. I think when you look at the Florida Gators and what they're going to improve upon after that Utah game, which again, it's not going to be quick, but it will be an improvement this week. Um, and you look at what Kentucky did, even if it's a slight improvement or a significant improvement, their offensive line sucked. So I think that when you look at Will Levis, um, Will Levis is also something that we could talk about as the most overrated quarterback in the country right now. Um, eating eating the banana with the peel on, drinking your coffee with mayo in it. I get it. You're peacocking. You have to do all these things that are very outlandish because you're not good enough. So I think you look at Brenton Cox Jr. and you look at Javon Dexter and you look at Prince Liam and Mialine and you look at even Ventro Miller whenever he's rushed and you look at Will Levis and you go, okay, it's body bag season for the Florida Gators. That's that, that's what we're talking about. It, it's body bag season for the Florida Gators. 12th in the country in the AP Top 25, 19th in the USA Today coaches poll. Kentucky, you suck. Will Levis did not play a great game against Miami of Ohio. Their offensive line played a terrible game against Miami of Ohio. Florida might mercy rule the Kentucky Wildcats this weekend. And yes, I'm being a bit um, dramatic, but guess what? You suck, Kentucky, and that, that's where I'm staying at. Um, ain't no way we lose Kentucky in the swamp, especially with the outside players. Yeah, Brandon Granberg, here's the thing. You're right, because if Kentucky could – you know, keep themselves together and keep themselves on the field. And maybe if they made some better decisions off the field, Christopher Rodriguez, maybe Kentucky would have a much better chance. But Cavassier Smoke, as cool as your name is, you're not built this way, son. It's as simple as that. It's not built this way. Xander plays the scene of the game, dap you up and you got pizza. And why you got to tell people I was eating pizza at the game, man? Come on, Xander. <laughs> Thank you, though. I very much appreciate that. And I appreciate everybody that came up to me, whether it was at any time in Gainesville. I appreciate that a ton. That was like the time of my life when I was down there. Uh, not going not gonna to lie. Austin Walter, we went 29-26. Honestly, played pretty sloppy. Exactly. Like, Florida played – I mean, I try to keep it generally clean here. Florida played like crap against Utah and won the game. Like, imagine if things are cleaned up. But that's also the thing where we're like, hey, maybe eight months isn't enough for Billy Napier to clean up all the errors. And it wasn't enough for him to clean up all the errors. We know that. But he cleaned up enough for them to win this game. And we got to hope that Billy can continue to clean up these miscues because, frankly, when you get to even LSU, by the time that Florida plays them, they'll probably be much improved. When you get to Georgia, when you get to Tamu, if you still make those same errors, you're going to lose that game. It's as simple as that. If you didn't play a team that was as conservatively as, that was as conservative offensively as Utah, you probably lose that game, Florida. So they do have to clean it up. Uh, if anybody is in Gainesville for the Kentucky game, 
um yes ride to the swamp at its new location after because that is going to be lit i know that after the utah game i went I'm not going to lie to you. I went directly home. I was gassed after that Utah game. I was exhausted. Florida players aren't looking past Kentucky. They're not, Chris, and you can find out on tomorrow's Lockdown Gators. Uh, very briefly, ask Hayden Hansen, Florida Gators tight end, about it. So there's that. Uh, they did put the SEC on notice. And I also want to talk about that there were people that were like, oh, because um, Florida State and the LSU game, people were like, notice how they're not chanting SEC or ACC. They're not chanting for their team. Florida State went and chanted negative things about the Florida Gators worry about yourself. You unranked swine. How about that? Florida state worry about that. Clean yourself up, get better. Maybe by the time the end of the season comes around, you could be punching up at the Kings of Florida, but for now, sit down little baby boy. Simple as that. That's, that's what I'll leave that one with. Uh, Ryan Tupper said, or Tupper said dark horse run. Yep. That's what we're looking at. That's what we're looking at. We're looking at a dark horse run with a Heisman candidate here. Um, really hard to gauge how good Georgia is, how bad Oregon look. It is, it is Austin. Um, but what I can say is that a lot of the negative noise around Georgia was, you know, they they've lost so many players. They're not going to be as good. On tape, they didn't look much worse than they did last year. Uh, so I think that with more time and development together, they could improve. Uh, but again, a, a big thing there is also last year, they stayed pretty healthy for most for much of the year. Uh, it's a matter of can you do that again? Uh, and if you can, uh, fantastic strength and conditioning staff and fantastic luck to stay healthy. Because again, a lot of injuries are just pure bad luck. The swamp needs to repeat this weekend, bring that noise. I'm pretty sure there are under a thousand tickets remaining for the Florida Gators versus Kentucky Wildcats game. So get to the swamp if you can. Definitely a scenario where Florida can go 11 and one. Yeah. Um, I was on Locked On Sports today, like this morning. Um, and he was like, in what scenario is Florida back? Because I said, unlike Texas, Florida is back. And it was pretty much Florida could win every game on their calendar, on their schedule. Florida could win every game. Um, it's just a matter of can you split Texas A&M and Georgia? Because there are games where Florida should lose. Um, if you ask betting sites like Bet Online, who made a poor decision and made Utah the favorite against Florida, that was just that was just a bad decision. Um, there are games where Florida could win but should lose, and it's a matter of splitting those games that we're really talking about and not dropping a game you should win. That's also important. Uh, yes, Deshaun. Number 12 in the nation, the Florida Gators. Fantastic, fantastic time. Glad Ventrell is back. Lakeland, stand up, 863. That's what I'm talking about. Ventrell had a, a phenomenal game. I almost just dropped a hard F-bomb when I was saying that. Um, but Ventrell played phenomenal. Amari Bernie played way better than I had ever anticipated. Unfortunately, he has me blocked on Twitter because uh, I, I've, you know, been critical. Um, and now you know that, so that's what that is. But, uh, yeah. 12th god of mercy oh god of mercy you're here i'm assuming you're here but you're here a few days too early um it's it's the florida gators and kentucky wildcats play this saturday today's tuesday so the god of mercy you're going to be needed on saturday night in gainesville um that is what it is what up life israel tv my boy sorry that we did not get to meet up um hopefully you enjoyed the game though hopefully you and your family enjoyed the game we're about to wrap up here because uh, I've got to go put Lance Dahl from Locked On Kentucky in a body bag when we talk about this game. But thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in. Yeah, Locked On Gators coming at you 
every single day. Hatchify, yes, I was front row and I was, I was singing my heart out. Um, glad that my glad that my vocal cords are recovering here and that my voice is coming back. Um, but yes, if you check the Zach Abelverde video, um, I was front row screaming during Tom Petty. Uh, everybody, go ahead. Leave a like, subscribe if you're not already subscribed. Let me get a chomp or a go Gators in the chat. And tomorrow we got Hayden Hansen, Florida Gators tight end, on Locked On Gators for an interview. And I will see you all tomorrow.